Hey everyone, back at it again with yet another podcast for Teach Now. This time, I will be reflecting on yet another assignment. For this week, we were focused on working on our managing the learning environment plan, which is composed of different uh, elements and strategies for working in the classroom. This week we focused on transitions, but we needed to do an overall revision of the plan we already had that was ongoing. So to begin, the first part of the plan for managing the learning environment was about classroom culture and climate. Overall, uh, I had a great time doing this strategy. I listed transitions, active over passive, quiet corners, and I shifted one of my strategies to read as praise instead of a token system. Um, I think this is an amazing strategy to use in the classroom because it forced me to learn about, you know, what a positive positive classroom climate is composed of, how my students will interact with one another, one another. Um, and one of my favorite strategies from this portion that I came up with was using active over passive, like, tasks in the classroom. And basically what I meant was... Uh, I would assign roles in the classroom when there's a lecture or a long presentation, just this way, like somebody's a note taker or somebody is, you know, checks the time on like how much time we have left or clicks next on the slide or is passing out papers. And I think this is just important because it keeps students moving, like, you know, makes them feel important, um, gives them jobs, and it keeps them kind of engaged even when I'm doing a lecture in class. So, yeah, just this like active mindset that instead of just sitting there staring at the screen, like they're actually involved somehow so that was kind of cool uh the second part was classroom norms and expectations and i think this was actually my favorite part of the learning management plan so far just because i didn't actually know what norms were before i went into this so the four that i came up with are we are courageous listen and respond give and take apologize and acknowledge even though i think i'm going to change the wording on we are courageous to potentially be brave Um, anyways, these are just little reminders for my students on how we would treat each other in our classroom community. And what I really liked that I learned from this part of the plan was, you know, it's not just telling my students, you know, sit down, be quiet, respect one another. It's actually like, we will do A, B, and C because it will affect A, B, and C. So it's, it's setting them up to realize that like the actions that they do have like, a cause and takes like accountability I guess is the proper way to say it um my favorite one from this section was apologize and acknowledge which is more of an activity but basically just have my students like you know apologize to one another at the end of the day if they felt they did something wrong and also acknowledge something cool that somebody else did for them just to build a stronger sense of classroom community um and I also think establishing class norms and expectations helps students with their first needs because it's creating a community where everybody is equal and everybody is positive and you know students who have diverse needs already struggle with stigmas and so creating a classroom norm where everybody treats everyone the same way with respect and whatnot like could helpfully start to fight off that stigma um the next part of the plan is about routines and procedures probably my least favorite just because um you know I had to break down what I would do in case a student did x y and z and you know I it wasn't fun like but I think it's important like it it really forced me to sit down and be like well what happens if I have a student who's not there for a day or 
what do I want my students to experience when they enter and exit the classroom or even just simply going to the bathroom like what will I do like this really broke it down and made it easier so that when I have my own classroom like I'll know exactly what to do um my favorite part of the routine and procedure portion was creating the welcome to a classroom because I found a really cool strategy where I can create a riddle or a joke for my students that they have to figure out while everyone else is still like putting their lunch bags away and whatnot um so that was kind of cool because I didn't know about that before and it was a new strategy I found. Um, and finally, we are up to transitions, which was kind of hard, but it was cool because I think transitions are probably my number one uh, struggle in the classroom right now. So my favorite one of these was creating the whole group to small group one because I never really know what to do. I kind of just say like, go, which I learned this week is not the proper way to start a transition. Um... So my favorite thing about the transition portion was just like the five rules to like actually doing a transition. So like first you need to secure the students' attentions, then you need to ex like explain to them that they're about to go into transition, then you need to model for them what the transition will be, dismiss them in smaller groups, and then give them like an action word and then monitor what they're doing. Um, my favorite transition was the whole group to small group because I discovered that like modeling and how I could adapt that to the needs of students with different needs like I would orally explain what the students need to do have a written checklist of what the students need to do and then also model it like physically for them and I feel like this meets students with like audio impairments uh students with like visual impairments um it just students who have different needs in general like it just gives them different ways of seeing the goal that I want them to accomplish so yeah, that was that was nice to really like sit down and think out. Um, I think overall, I think these strategies impact student learning just because, you know, when we get in the classroom, we get up there and we teach, you know, a a, but we don't really think about all the classroom management that we do and how to successfully run our classroom and how it's going to impact our students. So I think the importance of this plan is to break down each of these elements and see how they're going to work together to create a classroom in which, you know, the, our students are going to survive. I think overall my professional satisfaction as a teacher, I think this plan helps it because it makes me feel more organized, it makes me feel more confident in myself, and it makes me see the kind of community that I want my students to have. And also, how can a growth mindset shift your practice? I think overall my plan was pretty much set in the growth mindset and the fact that, you know, if you're fixated or if, if you're in a fixed mindset, you're not going to be open to new opportunities. You're not going to be open to flexibility and adjustment. And I think something that I've learned from this plan in terms of growth mindset is how to adapt my teaching style. And what I mean by that is, you know, I had I had my plan already all laid out, then we had people come in and critique it and we had our instructors come in and look at it and if I was in a fixed mindset I would have said okay well I don't really care about their opinions like this is my teaching practicum this is this is how I'm going to teach my class but they gave me feedback and, and I learned from activity two this week you know feedback is okay it's not somebody telling me I'm doing something wrong it's it's advice it's more perspective on how I can shift things and and because I was able to accept this feedback I went in and I changed the wording of my plan I made you know so many changes to better the my students future and so I just I think the growth mindset was the biggest thing I learned from my learning environment management plan this week um yeah this this has been kind of a long podcast but uh I actually had a lot of fun doing it just kind of breaking down the different steps that I liked or 
you know, struggled with. But anyways, thank you for listening yet again. This has been a podcast by Paige Varda in Cohort 7. Thank you.